welcome, welcome to She Can Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Colleen, aka Gongoli MC on Instagram. If you want to check out that music, and I got some new stuff up there, you know, I definitely want you guys to check that out. Or you can go over to Colleen Eat Wings, also on Instagram. And that's where I'm cooking food. I've been going out eating food, trying different places, trying different sauces and different recipes. So going over there. And um, I'm going to circle back to both of those for a reason at the end of this episode. Hey, also, I have to give a shout out to doughrecords.com the home the label that's where we at so if you want to um submit music if you want to be a part of the team intern if you want to holler at us or see where we'll be booking or if you want to book us for shows going over to doughrecords.com yay so how y'all been i've been good i got a new video that's dropping tonight at 1 a.m so if you're listening to this in real time today is thursday September 30th and tomorrow at well tonight you could say or tomorrow morning 1 a.m. on YouTube you get to see the new video obvious yay also if you're like you know YouTube too much commercials etc that's fine I'm okay with that it will be streaming on all platforms like Apple Spotify Tidal just to name a few wherever you can check out music videos you can check out obvious Shot by Colossal TV, hey, produced by Anthony Beats 6, hey, straight out of Paris, and rhymes and lyrics by yours truly, Gangali, hey, but y'all know me as clean, so we here to talk, right? She can talk. So, uh, oh my God, you know, honestly, I've been having, I've been backed up. I've been wanting to come up here and talk to you guys about several things. So I had to make a little list. So I will be kind of, I don't know, I don't know how long this episode will be, honestly, but I had to make a little list to say, you know, I'm gonna touch a little bit of everything that I missed over the last couple of weeks. And so I'm going to start with Michael K. Williams. Rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. He was one of my um, favorite actors, you know, alongside Chadwick Boseman. But I honestly can say for me personally, Michael K. Williams was probably bigger of as far as like more my favorite actor than um, Chadwick Boseman. Because Chadwick Boseman was newer. Like he was just breaking out into stuff. So I was just, he was just coming on my radar anyway, you know. So I was seeing him recently on things and like, oh my God. And that made me go back and say, oh, I, I love that movie. I didn't realize that was him. So, but Michael K. Williams, I loved him since Omar from The Wire. Then Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire. And it was like back to back, you know what I'm saying? And then the, one of the reasons why I even started this podcast, She Can Talk, is because of Lovecraft Country, which he was in there as well, you know, and he played a pivotal character. He, he played in all his roles, you know, because, for example, on um, The Wire, he had such a controversial role at that time in the late 90s, early 2000s, when he was a you know, a drug dealer, or he was like actually like a thug that robbed the drug dealers that was also homosexual or gay, and then, you know, in those times, it was taboo, like, you know, we knew gay people, and everyone knows gay people, but everyone knows, just like in earlier times of segregation, as time goes, goes on, things become a little bit more comfortable, but back then, it was a little bit more taboo in the hip-hop realm, or anything related to the streets, or, you know, thug life, or hip-hop oriented stuff, so to see Omar being the scariest dude on the street in The Wire, and for him to be gay, was just like mind blowing of the time. So that was a very significant character. Then to turn it back around, like the reason why I loved him as Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire is because of the same thing. He was a bootlegger, maybe drug dealer back in those times, you know, and he, in those times were extremely segregated. And he was friends with Nucky Thompson, or I think that was the last name, but Nucky. And, um, you know, they, they were equals and he did business with him and he was respected by everyone that he did business with. And 90% of the people that he did business with was white. The irony of it is he was, you know, dark skinned black man, you know, black family, black wife, kids live nice. And it was like, I think it was like the Jersey area at the time, but it's like early out, right? They live in nice and his name was Chalky White. So that was like the irony of it. Like, you know, Chalky white but that character was like so dope so pivotal and he spoke his mind if you've never seen or never watched Borwick Empire if you don't do anything go back and revisit it especially now because of Michael K. Williams rest in peace because he he was 
the reason why I watched the show, honestly. So, yeah, it was a good show, but he his character, he brought that to life. To bring it up to, you know, present day, 2020, locked up in the quarantine, and it's like the best show ever came on. It was like perfect timing, Lovecraft Country, HBO. He's always, he was like always on HBO. He was like a staple, you know, on shows over there and good shows, mind you. And he did uh, he did Lovecraft Country. And if any of you have not seen Lovecraft Country, I know the controversy, like no season two and, you know, blah, blah, blah. HBO didn't want to renew the contract. And it was, you know, whatever the case is, right? I'm not here to talk about that. It's still a dope work of art, a dope installation. And it was called a limited series. So, you know, at the end of the day, I was praying for a season two or a follow up to that show because that show was amazing. But um, if you haven't seen it, it's still worth a watch, I would say, you know, I don't want to spoil it for you or anything, but it's definitely still worth a watch, you know, or if not, you can go back a couple episodes. If you want some more inspiration, you can go back to the beginning of She Can Talk, this podcast here, because that was one of the reasons why I started this show. Um, yeah, this podcast was because of that show, Lovecraft Country, and just the powerful characters. That show introduced me to Jonathan Majors, and like I told you, with like Chadman Bozeman, when someone is a character that plays a role that's so powerful, like how he did for Black Panther for me, I went back and did my research and started watching other movies that Chadwick Bozeman was in, and I was like, oh my God, I loved him all along. So he was just a dope actor all along, right? Same thing with Jonathan Majors. I feel like, um, I'm, you know, I've seen movies with him in it, but I didn't pay attention. I just, it was like a good movie or whatever the case may be. But, um, or he was like a really good supporting actor in his role. So good that he just, you know, you, I don't know. I can't really explain, like you didn't really pay him any attention until I seen him in this standout role in Lovecraft Country. And when he did that for me, I was like, oh my God, I got to go back and find out what else I missed with this actor because he's amazing. You know, so um, kudos to Michael K. Williams because he always kept the art on the forefront. Another thing that I feel like I love about him is we're New Yorkers. I'm from the Bronx. He's from Brooklyn. Um, house music. Like if you grew up in New York, hip hop music, house music and reggae music, it was just all like a triad. Like, you know, even Spanish music, like it's staples in New York, like depending on what part of New York you're in. But um, house music was like hip hop. Like you're going to hear it on the radio. You know, it's going to have like the hour for house music to play. You're going to go to the clubs. You're going to hear, if you're not going to like a straight up house club, if you go to like a regular, you know, regular commercial club, you're going to hear the mix, an even mix of hip hop and house music back in those days, you know? So, um, he always kept true to those house roots, you know, as far as dancing, loving house music, representing, you would catch him in the park. It's footage of him online, Michael K. Williams dancing. And, um, it just, you know, it just resonates with me because that's New York. So he was like a true New Yorker. And I think that's why he was one of my favorite actors, my personal favorites, because he just represents home for me in so many different ways. So, um, like I told you, I got a list. I didn't want to like go in all the way deep, but I'm starting out early because there's a lot of stuff I want to cover here. A lot, a lot of stuff. Okay. So the next thing on the list, let's see here, because like I told you, I have a list. Let me see. So I'm going to talk about a little bit of true crime. I'm not going to go too in depth, but like I said, this might be a long episode. It's just a couple of things that not only has captivated my attention, but I'm pretty sure the world at large is a captive audience on certain things. I just wanted to touch on it lightly. You know how I do. I'm politically trying to be neutral. I'm like Switzerland. I'm neutral party, but I, you know, some things are just want to shed my opinion on, you know, these are all my opinions as far as on stories that we are known the facts and going on right now. Right. So first one I would like to touch on is, um, rest in peace to Gabby Petito, the girl that was missing out in, I don't know where the hell it was at out in the woods, in the, in the mountains where her, um, fiance, Brian laundry. The reason why I wanted to bring this one up was for several reasons. The first one of course is, um, a, why are we still acting like he's a person of interest where the facts are all laid out on the table and action speaks louder than words. Dude went with her, did not come back with her, did not tell her family about anything, did not do anything. He went on vacation with his family, then strategically conveniently disappears as soon as it gets hot. So, um, come on out, you know what I'm saying? But as like, as people like John Walsh, dog, the bounty hunter, 
every news outlet possible you could think of is in that city right now covering that case. You know, bloggers, TikTokers, YouTubers, everyone is covering it, you know, trying to figure out what's happening with her. But that's not really only the reason why I want to bring it up. That's my opinion on it. To me, if I was a detective, cut and dry. Is this a matter of finding him because do I think he's dead? No. Do I think he's out in the woods? No. I think they're wasting their time. I think the family gave him a head start and he's elsewhere. So he probably is in Mexico or some country that is not under any type of jurisdiction with America to extradite people back. That's what I feel. Like I feel like he has a connect. They did it. Other family members helped him out and he's out of here. But my thing is this. If you was planning on doing this to this girl, why even get engaged to her? Why take engagement photos and live the whole lavish life for the gram? Like, stop doing shit for the gram. That's one of the reasons, you know, I think, you know, I wanted to bring it up. Stop doing shit for the gram. Like, you know, we're all human. We have good days and bad days. Relationships are not perfect. No one is perfect, period. So, you know, I'm not saying put your bad on the internet and, you know, and you're good. I'm not saying just put just a good on the internet, but be realistic with yourself when you're posting whatever it is you're posting. And I'm gonna leave it at that because who are you posting it for? Are you posting it because, hey, I had a happy day with hubby. We went out to lunch and we had a good day. Weather was good. And I'm going to post my food. The food was delicious. Or is it, I want everyone to see that I went out. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think of how you're, how you're moving because it has consequences. For example, bringing it back around to Gabby and Mike and Brian laundry, whatever his name is, were they in love or were they doing it for the gram? She was saying that she was trying, she was an aspiring YouTuber. I'm a podcaster. I get it. You know, shit, my listening audience, excuse my language, but you already know I'm not as consistent as I should be because I do other things. You know what I'm saying? I live a full-time life. I run a household. I'm also a musician. I run a label. I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? So there's other things I wear many hats. Plus I love to cook and I like to, you know, I want to incorporate all of that into my lifestyle and not neglect anything for one thing. So I'm not going to ever front and, you know, I'm going to be more realistic, I should say, with myself and anyone who's involved. Like, hey, look, and set realistic expectations about anything we're doing because we are human. We live lives, you know. So this girl here is trying to be an aspiring YouTuber. She has this boyfriend. She moves from several states away to come be with him. Then they, you know, take this road trip. I don't know if it's the algorithms or whatever, but I myself have been watching van lives and tiny homes on YouTube for like the last two and a half years, among other things, you know what I'm saying? Like I look up recording, you know, tutorials on how to like work with pro tools on different programs. I look up how to decorate, how to make floral arrangements, things that I'm interested in. So I get it, you know what I'm saying? And the algorithms will send you random stuff out the blue. You know, I just started watching a lot of van life videos myself and I'm getting on, you know, I'm just trying to, I guess, make sense of it which is why I started watching like, why are people doing this? And then I'm like, you know, making, you know, logical reasoning with it. Like, okay, well maybe they're, you know, income strapped or, you know, they're, it's, it's better than being homeless. You know, at least they can move around, et cetera, et cetera. But I will respect anyone who lives the van life, tiny home stuff, because I think it's interesting, but it's also dangerous. They don't show you a lot of that. So respect to the YouTubers and the podcasters and the van lifers that do show you the real side of it as well. You know, sometimes, you know, bad weather, you could be stuck on a road. There are serial killers out there, murderers out there, people that are criminals that they're living off the grid because of they're hiding from whatever they're hiding from and you're crossing paths with them. You know, so you have to think about that even just as a regular person vacationing and coming back to your home. But you have to think about that even more when you're like a van lifer and doing things. So I think a, Maybe they were too young or too inexperienced with that type of um, situation, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to give up everything and drive cross country. Even if it was just a temporary thing, like I'm going to do it for a few months and come back. You still got to mentally prepare yourself for that, you know, living in a small space with someone else, with another personality. Because sometimes you could probably do it by yourself because, you know, survival, you know, you'd be like, hey, look, I got my van. It's me. I'm dolo. I'm going to make this happen. Other times it's like, okay, realistically speaking, now I have to deal with someone else. I'm hungry. They're hungry. You know, this, that, and the third, we only have rations for this, whatever the case may be, you start, you know, things come into play and I'm not justifying that he killed her or justifying anything, but there's video footage of the police stopping them because apparently they were having such a violent 
display that people called the police on them, right? And the police caught up with them down the road. So you're not only having a violent display in front of the store, you went down the road and had, you know, obviously some type of erratic driving going on for them to definitely justify pulling you over. Now, you know, the opinions of how I feel about how the police handled it after they pulled over. At first I was torn, like, why did they send her on her way and take him to the hotel? But by a legal sense or legal term, she was the owner of the car, which I found out later. So I said, okay, that made sense because, it's, you know, they're not going to take her property from her and give it to him to drive away with. You see what I'm saying? But if there's a, um, agitation or argument, then we want to separate you two. So we'll take the person that's not the owner of the property away from the property. So after I learned that, I was like, okay, because at first I was pissed. Like, you let this young girl just drive off, you know, into the night. But I will say this. They could have also gotten her a hotel room. They could have said, hey, we're going to drop him off here. And then another officer take her to another hotel room and separate them for the night, cooler heads prevail, and maybe give her an opportunity to call her parents and say, hey, look, this isn't working. I want to get the hell out of here. I'm coming back home or whatever the case may be, you know? But it was definitely were signs there that maybe the tight quarters weren't working for them, right? Did that, you know, I say the writing's on the wall. But here is another reason why I brought up this um, situation. In addition to Gabby going missing, Two women that was, you know, in a in a relationship worked at a co-op, a co-op. Um, and they had co-ops in Brooklyn. I, you know, I'm, I know a lot of co-ops from New York as far as Brooklyn, where it's like and it was like a lot of like vegan or, you know, just different alternative lifestyle people that would run co-ops. And you get like fresh food, vegan food, different options, gluten free options. But it was more like a um work for pay type of thing. Like you work a couple of shifts, maybe you get some discounted groceries or, you know, so whatever you work a full-time job. And then some of the benefits is you get to shop at the store, et cetera. So I'm familiar with co-ops, you know, cause I had friends that worked in co-ops or friends also that shopped at co-ops back in the day. But, um, so I get the whole drift of it and I could totally see how that fits into a van lifer's lifestyle. Because if you're like moving around, you're like, Hey, I'm not going to be here for long. I don't want to sign up for a permanent job, but Hey, I do need groceries. I do want to get a couple of dollars. I'll work in the co-op for a couple of days. So I don't know if that's what they were doing, but I understand the movements, right? So they literally, these two women were at the co-op working the same day that Gabby and her fiance had their public display of violence in front of that co-op and other people called the police. So the irony of life is do these girls two or three days later, a couple of days later were found shot and just, you know, terribly abused and dead, you know, along the route that Gabby and Brian took coming up from another route is another girl that she came, I think from either Connecticut or New York, like Gabby. And she was with friends doing a van life tour, van life situation. And they was at a campground and she walked away. This is what they're saying anyway, you know, because friends, as you can see, you don't know if it's, if it's something out there or if it's friends. And I'm going to give you a third option. What if it's something in the air that's making people go crazy, right? No one likes to think about that too. But um, there's another family that they went hiking in another part of the park. The dog, the mother, and the, the baby. You know what I'm saying? So it's husband, wife, dog, and their six-month-old baby hiking, minding their business. They end up going missing. A couple of people are looking for them. A couple of days later, they realize that they are just dead. Dog, baby, husband, wife dead in the woods, no clue as to what happened to them. Autopsies were done and they still don't understand what happened to the point that they closed off that area of the park. So that makes you start to think like, what's happening here? Is this coincidental? It's too many coincidences, in my opinion. Then it was a young um, black marine bio biologist. Let me make sure I say that correctly. Young black marine biologist went to school, did, overcame his handicaps because I believe he was born with one hand like he has both arms but one hand and he overcame his handicaps went to school and you know graduated top of his class and he's now professionally a marine biologist went out I don't know if it was for work or whatever but he was in those same in that same area but at the bottom part coming from Arizona's way he's missing 
So, you know, I don't know if it's one person that's doing this, if it's people that's doing this, or if it's something in the air, <laughs> you know, like, I just don't know. But um, it's a lot of, I don't know, weird coincidence that's going on out there. So anyone that's on the road traveling, be safe. Anyone that's out there um, doing van life tour, RVing, camping, be safe and be keep your wits about you because sheesh, I don't know what's going on, you know, but it's just a lot of craziness. And then on the other side, I try to, you know, look at it like, well, maybe let's, let's give them benefit of the doubt. And let's say he didn't do it. Right. Maybe something happened to the point that it cannot be explained. And that's why he's like, I got to run because no one's going to believe me, which they probably wouldn't. But I'm just saying, right, because we don't know what type of phenomenons is out there, what type of people are out there living off the grid and what type of just energies are in the air or gases or whatever in the air that can do something. So or make you go crazy. Right. You know, how you could take drugs and hallucinate or you could take have an allergic reaction to peanuts or something. Suppose there's some gases in the air that's giving people an allergic reaction. Maybe some people are turning into serial killers. Some people are going crazy. Some people are just dropping dead. Who knows? But it's crazy to me. I just think it's really crazy. But um, yeah, so did want to keep it a little bit more true crime. I'm not going to keep the whole hour true crime. But as you all might know, um, R. Kelly just was found guilty. Now, I know some people are like, oh, no, you know, he should have been found guilty and celebrate. Some people are like, why are you even mentioning his name? Forget him, blah, blah, blah. But um, I saw recently, I think it was DJ Envy, or I don't know who it was recently, but they were saying, can you separate the artist from, you know, their work from the person? You know, like, can you still appreciate the Cosby show despite what Bill Cosby was accused of? Can you still listen to 12 play despite what R. Kelly did or has been convicted of recently? So, you know, it's like, it's crazy because, um, it made me to start to think like, can I, as a, as a lover of art, as an artist, as a consumer, can I separate the art from the artist or, or the person that's creating the art? You know, so for example, um, how many of you out there have had like a celebrity crush or idolized a celebrity for whatever reason, sports, you know, music, books, because celebrities to me can be anything. Like some people I know love novels and they could be like, you know, this writer is my favorite. This author, I'm going to their book sign in. They have a book tour coming up and, and it's like a concert for them. They're like prepared, they're like they're getting outfits and you know, so to me, I feel like a celebrity is whoever you look up to, you admire. So have you ever admired someone, looked up to them? And then when you had the opportunity to meet them, they were an asshole or a jerk, right? So totally not, totally crushing, I should say, what you were expecting the encounter to be like and totally crushing all of the, you know, admiration and love you had for them, right? So I kind of feel like it's the same thing. Now, do you stop saying, you know what, I'm just going to not, you know, read any more of this author's books. I'm not going to play any more of this rapper's songs because when I met them, they were a jerk. Or do you just go on in life and be like, you know, they were a jerk, but uh, that verse was fire on that new track. You know what I'm saying? So I think it goes like that. Like, I don't know. I don't think R. Kelly will be making any music anytime soon. But the body of work that he has put out over the years, let's face it, guys, it was dope. It was, you know, now, can I say I will listen to it tomorrow? Probably not, but I will say this. I don't mind if it comes on or someone plays it or whatever the case is. However, some of the songs, you know, because I, I believe I can fly stuff like that, you know, it's inspirational. And unless your mind is dirty, you can take songs like that to the, you know, a CD level, but those songs, you can't take them away what they are. Step in the name of love, like all of those songs that the you know, like the people who were stepping and doing the Chicago steppers too, you know, like all the music that was, you know, that resonated with black families and black excellence. You can't take that from, from his, his body of work, but there are some songs that you'll be like, ah, you know, my mind's telling me no, but your body's calling me like the remix to bump and grind guilty. If I was on a jury and he just like, you know, we're going to play a couple of remixes and then see how that plays into <laughs> what he's doing. I, I would go guilty immediately. Like, show me some ID before I get knee deep into you. I don't see. And we don't got to finish the rest from there, but 
So stuff like that, he kind of tells you, but they, so I guess with me, I can say like, you know, as an artist, I can see where they will blend the lines and they will tell you, because we, we do do that. We may not do it 100% like, hi, I'm Robert Kelly and I like young girls. He's not going to say directly like that in the song, maybe. But he'll put hints of himself in there along with hints of, you know, you know, general things that other people can relate to, you know. So I don't know. I feel like some songs maybe has to come back a couple of years around for me to be like, yo. And even then, I'll still probably tell the story. Like a lot of us probably were like, yo. This dude right here, this song, it look, it's so different listening to it now because of everything that really came to light afterwards. But um, can I separate the body of music? In some cases, because he really did have some good music, you know, just like with Bill Cosby. I wasn't even probably a twinkle in my mom's and dad's eye when half the stuff that Bill Cosby was accused of came to light, you know. So I can't hold him against stuff that I truly don't know. Do I feel for the women? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because we as women are sexually abused, you know what I'm saying, throughout life. And it's like, you know, to be able to have the strength to stand up and say, look, no, enough is enough. Kudos. And I respect that. Now on the flip side, if it's not that, and if you're just trying to get money or make a, get a come up or you're mad because, you know, he didn't choose you, then that's something different. Then I can't, I can't, I can't stand for that. You know, like I can't support that, but I feel like this, I did see surviving R Kelly and the um, backstories and the behind the headlines. I seen the original tape back in those days. Am I proud of it? No, but I was young. I myself was young and had no business watching that tape. Right. But you know, we're like a bunch of us like, Oh, somebody got a hold of the copy and we're like, we're going to sit around. It was like, get the popcorn you know, we're going to watch this, you know, and we watched it. And honestly, we all were traumatized. I know me personally, I can't speak for the whole room, but surveying and looking around at people's faces and the reaction on their faces after we was, you know, watching certain scenes, we all were traumatized. Like it was not a, a pretty porno. It was abuse, you know? And so after watching that, it's like, damn, and seeing that nothing happened about it because it kind of seemed like maybe they were participating. I don't know. Like we're, we were young. I'm not the judge, you know? So to see it, what happened or whatever the case may be and see that he didn't get arrested, he didn't get, you know, prosecuted for it at those times early out, it became like an inside joke in certain communities. Like, ah, oh, you know, he be peeing on people, but, you know, his music is good as hell, you know, and stuff like that, and they'll joke it or whatever. But um, in a weird way, I think the chickens came home to roost. That's what I can say about that. That's how I feel about that. And I feel like... um. It was disrespectful, even if they, you know, participated and they were willing participants. The level of disrespect in some of those, um, the footage that I've seen anyway, it, it couldn't be me. I'll just put it like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not here to judge anyone or whatever, because I say it couldn't be me. It's like, I, you know, you say, oh, it couldn't be you. And then you'd be locked up in a room. You're like, oh my God, I don't know how this happened to me. Right. So we all say it couldn't be me until we're in that situation. So no, I'm not saying like I'm better than anyone or anything like that. I'm saying I probably would have fucking snapped and been on the news for killing R. Kelly. It would have been a different type of trial for R. Kelly. It would have been the killing of R. Kelly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It would have been. Oh, he's on trial for racketeering and sex trafficking. It would have been like, this girl snapped and went crazy. And then the whole history would have been rewritten. It would have been like, he was such an innocent man. He didn't deserve it. She was a groupie that went crazy and was stalking him. But if that was happening and the abuse was going down and he did me like that, that's what, how the story would have been told. So, you know, I'm grateful that I've never met R. Kelly. Thank you, Jesus. And that, like, I loved him back in the days. I'm not even gonna lie. Public announcement. And to me, it was like, um, guy, and you know, you're from New York. So guy is New York all day with Teddy Riley, Aaron Hall, you know, um, his brother, crazy legs, Damon. So guy, that was us in New York groove me, you know, say all that stuff. You know, then he came out with vibe. And he was hitting notes very similar to Aaron Hall. And he came out bald-headed and everything. So just at the time, anyway, it really wasn't a thing where you looked at someone like, oh, they're biting. Or that, you know, we just, as consumers, we loved it. Like, oh, man, this is good music. And we're dancing to it. It had a groove. But public announcement, R. Kelly public announcement was very similar to Guy back in the day. And then um, he, I don't know, he kind of swooped in. And he was a truly talented individual because there was kind of like no more Aaron Hall after he came out, <laughs> you know, like he kind of swooped in at 
spot of like the chocolate ball headed guy that can sing and hit the notes. You know, Aaron Hall was doing it and Aaron Hall was giving the freaky vibes with his songs, but R. Kelly came and knocked that out the box. So for, you know, everything has a, a time and a season, I guess, but, um, the behind the scenes, you know, I guess they say what you do in the dark will come to light. And that's what I say about that. And for those women that were abused, I send them healing strength and blessings. And hopefully this can give them some closure you know, that's needed for them. But I will say this, the ones that were underage and the family knew, the parents knew, I think they need a, um, they need a little taste of some justice too, because, um, isn't that like parental abuse or child abuse or child neglect at the very minimum? Like you already, you, did you not see the tape of him with these girls from the nineties? And then you turned around and let your girl go with him in the two thousands. Like who is doing this? So I think the parents or guardians or whoever, and I know kids are rebellious, like I'm gonna run away from home and do whatever, you know, I get it. But at the same time, you gotta be like, um, no, I'm gonna sit you down and I'm gonna try and give you a little one, two talking to, you know, but, um, yeah, so that was my opinion on that. I seen recently that, um, Bill Cosby lawyers spoke about it and said that he, um, felt like R. Kelly was being railroaded and it's just another way of taking out a black man. Now, um, too soon, <laughs> I will say too soon for you to give your opinions, but I understand where he was trying to, you know, go. I understand the roadmap, the direction he was trying to go in with his, um, I guess his response, but too soon and chill out, you know, just relax because, you know, I don't know. I think that the damage is done and right now it's just to be healing for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Everyone involved. So that's how I kind of feel about that. And it's just crazy. So, um, overall, I just wanted to touch on those things because to me, I just feel like you never know, you never know, um, you know, how things can turn out, right? Like R. Kelly was at the top of his game. One of the dopest singing songwriters, collaborators of all times, you know, like he virtually collaborated with everyone, you know, some people even passed on like some of the legends he wrote and you know collaborated with and um you know people loved him across different walks of life so he was a big bigger larger than life individual which is probably what made or allowed him to get away with what he did for so long but then at the same time you know look what happened like we went from being at the top to at the bottom people laughing at him he's negative two million dollars net worth and you know people are just like berating him and throwing him under the bus and it's like you know you can't be mad at it because you abuse people like I feel like you abuse not only the girls but you I'm pretty sure if you did that the people around you that were scared to talk had a reason why they were scared to talk because you were verbally abusing them probably berating them or threatening them with their livelihood which is more than likely money and the ability to take care of their families so yeah, you know, so that's what I feel about that. Like, am I trying to stand on the soapbox? No, but I just feel like it's a lot of um, angry people, a lot of broken people, and we need to come together and heal and show love. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel it, you know, and I'd be like, why do I feel it? Because I'm so grateful and blessed to be where I'm at. I'm, I'm really, sometimes I'm like, you know, like I see memes where it's like, um, I don't want to leave my house. Everything I have, I like is here. I feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Like all my stuff is here and I like it there. Like, you know, sometimes, yeah, I get it. You got to get out, you know, before what, you know, like, you know, it has to make sense, like make it make sense and then we'll do it if that makes any sense, you know, but I feel like, um, self-preservation is number one. And because you can't love anyone, I tell you this on every episode, you can't love anyone if you don't love yourself. So you have to preserve yourself, self-preservation, self-love, you know, and gain that strength within and then share that with others, you know, because some people might have a smile on their face, but they're broken inside. They might have a smile on their face, but they're not feeling loved or they're not able, they don't even know how to feel love or have the ability to love. But if they felt love from you like other people just a smile a little warmth you know I know it's coronavirus times but if you feel like it give a hug you know and you'd be surprised how that can help someone else out and I think that is completely needed these days it's like every freaking minute you look up now don't get me wrong which is going to bring me to another true crimes you know story that's happening right now in Orlando and Miami in Florida it's like fucking crazy what's going on out here 
But um, the girl, her name is like Maya Morano. She was a 19-year-old girl, pretty girl, just starting out in life, just graduated from high school, just, you know, going to college, got her first apartment, her first real job taking care of herself and being able to feel that first taste of independence. And here comes a fucking creep. Just because you like me and, you know, you think I'm cute. Nah, <laughs> so I have this thing, like, you can't see me. And that's why... um some of these episodes are going to start being visual. So you can see my animations because I'm so, I'll be talking shit and moving my hands. I'm a, I'm a hand talker. I talk with my hands and I'm animated. But anyway, I have this thing that's like lobster claws, I call it, where you're like, hey, hey, hey. and I don't always say like, at first I used to say like, it's just men that are creeps and just want to, they see what they like, so they want to touch it and they want to, they just get sexually in a mode, you know, but I'm not even talking about just men. Women do it too. It's people. It's just like a, I don't know if it's an energy or a spirit on them, but it's um not cool. Not cool at all, you know. This dude started working at the job with the girl in June. Like, I guess she was, like, a rental agent. And he's, like, a maintenance guy. He sees her in the office. He thinks he's cute. You know, she's cute. He's trying to flirt with her. She's not interested. He's saying little slick things. She's not interested. He's still going. She's still not interested. Now she's, you know, supposed to go away and meet her family for the weekend. Dude kills her. Wipes her out. You know what I'm saying? Then goes and kills himself. The writing is on the wall. Now we're just doing a recon search. Look for her body. Find her because we already know what it is. Because you wouldn't have killed yourself if you did anything other than, you know, the obvious killer. So it's crazy. It's crazy. So I just feel like we have to lighten the load up, you know. And I just kind of, and I started out early with this because I didn't want to leave this episode on a somber note or leave this episode, you know, dreary because geez it's crazy right it's so crazy um another thing I kind of wanted to touch on like I as an artist do not like to review other people's music 1000% like do the breakdown 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 because like Erica Badu famously said years ago that's me in a nutshell I'm sensitive about my shit you know what I'm saying so I respect it and I don't like to give opinions but um we do know Donda dropped in the last month, as well as, um, certified lover boy right now. Um, I hear a lot of certified lover boy songs on the radio. I was surprised they took a road trip and I did hear Donda on the radio. So I was like, okay, well not, not the Donda intro, but it was, um, going to jail tonight. I think that's what it was that I heard on the radio. And I was like, Oh, okay. This isn't bad, you know, but, um, if you ask me of the two, me personally, Drake, I like the Drake album. Several reasons um, why. I liked it because, you know, some people are like, oh, he didn't try. He didn't, he just did the same thing. Sometimes I feel like sticking to the formula is always best. It's good. You know what I'm saying? If you know it, it works. Stick to it. He had collaborations. He had good songs. I like the fact, what I think I respect about Drake as an artist, because once again, I've never had the opportunity to meet Drake, but I am speaking that into manifestation because that is one of the people that I would love to meet. Show me love, Drake. But um, yeah, like I feel like I've never met him, so I don't know how he is as an individual. But I get a good energy and vibe from him. I think that he'd probably be a pretty decent person, like, you know, if you met him. But um. He portrays or he gives that energy, that positive energy off in his songs, you know, like that song Too Sexy with Future and um, Young Young Thug. I love that song for several reasons, because men do not have a sexy song. It's always about girls being sexy, et cetera, et cetera. So it was like man empowerment. I loved it. I loved the video because they was doing like all the R&B stuff total classics it kind of reminded me of the dudes from snl with justin timberlake how they'll do their parodies it reminded you know look it reminded me of that gave me that energy and to see black men having fun and being funny instead of angry or demeaning towards women etc you know i love it i loved it i thought it was funny i thought it was great also as usual i like when um he gets emotional on his raps and i like when not emotional like my feelings is hurt but yeah like my feelings is hurt like he'll get emotional and tell you like yo i don't fuck with you because of this you know and i just you know i pray to just achieve you know a third of the ability to articulate my emotions as well as Drake do. Cause I can't front, I, you know, I'm a good writer and I had, and I am testing the waters of tapping in deeper musically. So like I told you guys, I pivoted, I did a 360 or a 180 
in the direction of stuff that I'm writing about as of lately. However, you know, it's still a bravery to it and it's still a boldness and a strength to it when you're able to articulate your vulnerabilities the way Drake does, you know, is it true? Is authentic? I feel it. And maybe it's because he writes music that resonates with the everyday person from the poorest to the richest, you know, everyone can relate to that. So I feel it. And that's a, that's a gift. That's a tool. You know, it's different when you're on the mountaintop looking down and telling everyone that they're wrong and everyone that they're, you know, bad and you're the best. It's, it's, a, it's a different feeling when you're listening to that type of music versus like, yo, you know, I know y'all don't like me, but sometimes I don't like me too, but I'm still going to do what I do. Like, I'm just bullshitting with the rhyme right there because there's nothing that Drake said, but you know, I'm just saying like the energy, I'm speaking of the energy that he puts out there. So musically wise, I would say, I know that's like weeks. Like I told you, I'm giving you guys a rehash of stuff because I've been so focused lately and, you know, really trying to get a lot of things done. And, um, trying to talk, be about it and not talk about it. Right. So I do apologize for neglecting. She can talk, but I have a gift for you guys, which is, um, one of the biggest reasons why I'm up here today talking to you. Hey, so yeah, we're done with true crime. I think we did enough there, but, um, we're going to talk about, you know, normally I would talk about this stuff at the beginning of the episode, but I said I was going to circle back. Right. So we're going to be circling back right now. Hey, like I said, guys, you know, I dropped a single, just a single, because like I said, um, I'm in the process of trying to just try different things, rekindle old things musically and experiment. So I got with Anthony beats on obvious, you know, he produced a track straight out of Paris. Bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Bonsoir. But, um, yeah, so I got with him and we did obvious and I was like you know it's like a pendulum track you know like you know how you say about me like a tv show you'll have 10 episodes but like episode 8 or maybe episode 5 would be totally random and not really aligned with the storyline directly but indirectly it is so when you see it like after you watch the whole series you're like wow I thought episode 5 was like the lamest episode but now watching the finale it all makes sense right so I feel like that's what obvious is for me and my upcoming work is um, different than what I have upcoming, but completely makes sense and it's completely aligned with what I'm doing. I'm really excited about what we have going on. Another thing is I want to give a shout out once again to Colossal TV because he shot the video. Hey, we was working. We put in work shifts and I'm very proud. Um, tapping into tapping into the lighter side of life here and also tapping into my favorite rapper Drake. So yeah, I might be partial, but whatever. Um, I, like I said, his video gave me a little bit of laugh, a little bit of feel good plus a dope song, right? Um, the too sexy song and it's different. So I just kind of wanted to, um, tap into a lighter side of myself with obvious. So it's a couple of characters that I play in the video and that's going to tie into this little contest that I'm going to do with you guys for the weekend. And, um, you have to give me your answer preferably because today's Thursday and I know you guys are like this chick, you wait till Thursday to do this and you want me to have it by when, but by midnight on Sunday. So basically Saturday night, midnight going into Sunday morning, right? Because I need Sunday to go through everything and then reach out to the winners and give you your prizes. If you can allow me that, because you will have a certain amount of time to redeem your prize. All right. So stick with me here. So this is, we're going to stick with me here. Um, I want you guys, once you're done listening to this episode, go over to Colleen Eat Wings and check out a couple of my reels. I've been doing some HelloFresh recipes recently. I saw, you know, I love YouTube. I love bloggers. So a fellow YouTuber, well, I'm not really on YouTube yet, but in my mind I am because these episodes, even though you don't see me, they are on YouTube. Hey, so shout out to my YouTube audience. But, um, she had a HelloFresh um, she was, you know, episode and she basically showed her how she was cooking her. Um, she made these burgers called like the wonder burgers or something with this special sauce. Oh my God. And, um, 
it just caught my eye. I was like, damn, I want to, tr- you know, just try the experience to capture some of the recipes because I'm a cook. I love to cook. I love to make, um, you know, whatever. And I feel like I could cook anything. However, it's, you know, during the week, it can get mundane making the same thing for your family, right? Klaus would be like, oh, my God, you know, I'm a wing girl. Cleaning wings isn't my name. So I'll put wings in anything with anything quick just because when you're busy like we're working on music so we're in the studio you know he's working he's editing you know we both work work as well then you know we have the house to attend to we have other just life stuff to attend to family you know family has been very pivotal pivotal and important am I even saying that correctly family has been of the most paramount importance importance to us as of lately and we had to make a couple of trips and we had to take care of family so um we've been extremely busy right and um you kind of fall into a fast food trap and we don't when I say fast food for us it's really more so like DoorDash and hibachi but that's still not good right I can cook like why am I DoorDash and food and stuff so but it's like when you get busy, it's like, damn, you know, I didn't take anything out of the freezer or I didn't have any uh, menu ready because me, I'll do like a whole menu for my family. You know, I didn't think of anything. I'm going to order something. So I was like, nah, A, I'm saving money. I can't, I can't go down that road. I've been doing really good. B, I'm busy, but that doesn't mean we have to eat unhealthy. So I don't have to compromise on eating fresh or eating healthy because I'm busy etc. So for those weeks or those time, yeah, I say those weeks when you know you're busy, but you still want to eat good, try HelloFresh out. This is not a paid endorsement at all. HelloFresh, holla at me though. Holla at me. But, um, I just want to let you know, like my experience with them was amazing and I'm still get, I still get boxes every week now. I just tried it out initially just for like a one week trial, but I'm still getting boxes weeks later. And every recipe that we've tried has been different. Um, so for example, I downloaded the app, I go through it and I'm like, you know, looking at the different weeks, I'm like, Hmm, what would take, what would, what, what looks interesting to me? You know, what haven't I made before that I would be interested in making? And I can tell y'all, I have not been disappointed at all. I've been pleasantly surprised, you know, like I'm not really a, um, sour cream person, I can say, but so many different little tasty, flavorful recipes that had like a sour cream base where it was interesting some just like using fruits like limes and stuff interesting oh man so they even have um vegan options gluten-free options and they have family plans or family sizes i said like this another thing i would say um i don't know i guess because i was like that starving artist that um college student etc in that 20s when you're you know by yourself you're not like you know you're single and trying to figure it out I think HelloFresh would be a, a pretty good way to get started as far as, um, you know, getting groceries for the house without breaking the bank and also at the same time eating fresh and learning different recipes, especially if you're not a cook, especially if you are younger or even if you're older, you're just, you know, don't don't know how to cook. Try it out. I know how to cook, but what I wanted to do was just get different inspirations, different recipes to try it out. So um, definitely got a couple of favorites so far that I like. Definitely some things that I will be making again. And a great thing about it is once you make it, you have the recipe there. Keep it. Put it up. Try it again later. Impress your friends and make a larger amount when they, you know, for a dinner party. So I would say try it out, right? So what I'm doing is um, for this weekend only, this weekend only, if you watched Obvious, the video on YouTube, um, hit the like button on it, comment on it. And you know me, I don't care if you like it, tell a friend, if you don't like it, tell a friend. And then I don't want you to come on over to Instagram and let me know you seen it and you hit the like button on it and then send me your email address because I have, um, four hello fresh boxes. I would like to give away. Yay. So I would, you know, because Hey, I just think it's an awesome way to promote eating healthy, eating fresh. It's also an awesome way to learn independence. It just depends on your age or whatever. You know, like I know older women that's been married for years and their husband was like the main chef. So they never really took the time to learn how to cook. Things happen. Now they have to learn how to cook for themselves. And HelloFresh comes through in a clutch for situations like that. I know um, I have a nephew right now. He's like, 
you know, 21 years old, starting on his own, lives on his own. And he's like, I'm good. You know, he's basically eating pizza every night because, you know, he works. He doesn't really have time when he gets home. He's like, I'm just going to order pizza. And I'm like, dude, if you were to get like HelloFresh, you can have it already in the fridge. And it's like 30 minutes. You can make you a nice fresh meal, and especially for individuals that are single. You get you a two person meal. That's dinner and lunch the next day. You know, depending, like, say, if you have to go to work, I don't know, you know, eating healthy, eating good portions, I say give it a try. So, if you've seen the video, hit the like button on it, and I'm one of the first four people to hit me up at MC. that's G-A-N-G-A-L-E-E-M-C on Instagram. Hit me up with your, um, DM me. Don't put on the first, on the front page, guys. DM me, say, hey. She can talk promo. I checked it out. I love the video. Tell me what you like about the video, too. Just don't be like, I want the free box. Let me know what you like about the video. Also, you know me. Let me know what you didn't like about the video. You know what I'm saying? Shoot me your email address. I'm going to send you a free Hello Fresh box. You know, I'm not going to send it to you myself. I'm going to send you like a link with instructions on how you can enjoy it and try it out. If you don't like it, tell a friend. If you like it, tell a friend. And if you like myself, because I'm paying it forward. I saw a young lady on YouTube and I took advantage of that with her and I got my first HelloFresh box for free. No, you know, obligation, no, etc. Tried it out, loved it, and I'm still getting boxes now. So, you know, and you can pick out what you want. The menus there is not like they're going to say, this is what you're going to get because, you know, I don't eat pork, you know. So I'm basically willing to try everything from the vegan, gluten-free, and the regular side of things except for the pork side, right? But um, you have the options. You have the options to pick what you want, right? And this is my way of giving back to you guys for a week, you know, I love food and I would love to share food with you. And if I could, I would break bread in person, but I feel like this would be my way to, um, do it with you guys. I think it'd be so dope. So remember guys, what all you have to do, you have to go on YouTube. The video drops tonight at 1am. Obvious by Gangali. Tell me which characters you think I'm playing or who do I remind you of? to see how close I was with my attempts. Like, for example, I don't know for sure if Drake really was channeling SNL or channeling, you know, the boy bands, but that's the energy I got from it. Like, he's channeling SNL when they was doing the boy bands, like making fun of the boy bands. However, it resonated and it was funny nonetheless. So everyone's interpretation or perception will be awesome and, and dope and all well-received. However, I want to see who gets the closest to the characters and if you get them hit the like button on youtube leave a comment then come on over to instagram remember gangly mc on instagram now tell me which one you like shoot me a dm tell me what you like about the video tell me which characters you peeped in the video and also send me your email first four people that do that will get a free hello fresh box from me you're going to get a link with instructions, enjoy it, and break bread with me. Break bread with Ganga. Colleen eat wings, but we love food. So I'm trying to share my food with you guys, all right? So that's um what I want to do. Hey, want to do that. And um, just to talk about the video a little bit, you know, just to bring it back. Don't notice how like I did want to get the bad stuff out the way that was on my mind because I'm so excited about this video. I had so much fun shooting it. It was work, though, but I had fun shooting it. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, delivering more stuff for you guys, more content. So um, I hope you all like it. I hope you're enjoying my single, obvious, you know, um, this is more to come, you know what I'm saying? We're breaking ice, icebreakers, because I personally been in quarantine and um, I think I haven't, you know, done, I've done stuff. I've done a lot of collaborations. I've done videos. We did Lamont on Control. I did, um, shout out to Dutre Trum. I've done tracks with Yasense. A lot of tracks overseas. Ironically, I went to quarantine and just went international. But I'm grateful for it and I'm trying to bring a lot more stuff home stateside for you all. And um, hopefully you're tuning in. Like you're tuning in and sticking around with me. What I will be doing is, um, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I'll be doing. I just want you guys to stick in and stick with me and stay tuned. So once again, I'm not even going to keep this long because I do have some stuff. I'm still working in the middle of this. As I talk to you now, I'm so excited and I'm just making sure everything is straight for 1 a.m. And um, I hope you guys really check it out. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? 
if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. I can't stress that enough. Like, it's not even about that for me. It's about, you know, being creative and just being able to release my creativity and, um, you know, work with my one of my favorite people's colossal on, you know, videography. He did a dope-ass um, video for me, and I just want to share with the world. So hope you guys like it and um, take it from there. You know? Oh, look, I just kind of veered off my list. I still had a whole bunch of stuff on the list, girl. What else we got? What else we got? Yeah, I'm not going to backtrack into anything negative or whatever like that. That's what we're not going to do. But, um, yeah, I just want to say to you all out there, definitely, definitely, definitely check out obvious total cheap plug. Yeah, I thought I was going to go all deep with it. Nah, nah, it was dropping tonight at 1am obvious on YouTube and it will be on title Apple music among other places, Le legit, wherever you can like stream a video on a streaming platform, the video should be there as well. So I'm so excited about that. So looking forward to it. Um, I, I'm still waiting to hear from Vivo. I didn't get approval yet from Vivo, but, um, as soon as I get that, I will also let you guys know because, you know, I always try to send music over to Vivo, but it's like hit or miss, you know, just like I got on Pandora recently. So, you know, we're just a little engine that could, we keep on struggling along, chugging along and trying to make, make ends meet and make it meet well, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and hopefully along the way we gain new friends. Hopefully along the way I gain new, um, support and strength and, and, um, I don't want to call y'all fans. I want to call y'all fam, family. Hopefully I get more fam Mully. Ow, that's going to be my new thing. Fam Mully out there because, um, you know, I think in one way, shape, form or fashion or another, we're all related. We're all one. So we need to love each other and love on each other like that. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to hold you guys. You, once again, I'm going to repeat it for you, repeat it for you. So anyone that said I was talking too fast or anything like that. Okay. First of all, if you're interested or if you want to see what I'm talking about and what I will be giving away, you can go over to Colleen Eat Wings on Instagram. Okay. Colleen Eat Wings. That's C-O-L-L-E-E-N Eat Wings on Instagram. The last couple of reels that I did should be HelloFresh boxes. Um, not the wings. My sesame wings is total me. Shout out to um Capital city for the mambo sauce they always send it to me so shout out to y'all so check that out too and check out some capital city mambo sauce if you're not familiar with it that's some sauce from the dc area i guess because i lived in virginia i just love it they love me i get mambo sauce like <laughs> monthly supplies so yes i haven't been eating wings a lot because i've been busy and eating hello fresh boxes however i did make some wings the other day so that might be the most recent video up there but if you go up to Kalini Wings on Instagram and check out my reels, you'll see what I'm talking about. The HelloFresh boxes are amazing. And of course, my family is only uh, two people and a dog. So we don't really get like a huge box. You can get it based on your family size. If it's just you, you can do that too. I say if it was still me, I would just get still a two person plan because I would probably eat one for, you know, dinner and then one for lunch the next day. But, um, yeah, so I just want to pay it forward. Someone paid it forward to me, so I want to pay it forward to you all. So I want you all to remember, go over there, check it out. If you like what I had up there and you're interested in this contest or you're interested in maybe trying out HelloFresh for a week for free, then bring it back on over to um, YouTube. Check out the video. Hit the like button. Leave a little flame or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let me know you was there. Show me. Let me know it was real. And to even let me know it was realer, <laughs> that's not even a word, but whatever, to let me know that you're definitely authentic, come on over to, back to Instagram, but come over to Gangali MC. That's G-A-N-G-A-L-E-E-M-C. Not to be duplicated. There's a lot of Ganglis out there, but Gangali. MC, a.k.a. Big Lee, it's me, hey, come over there, um, and DM me, you know, you know what I'm saying, you can hit the like button as you look through the page, we don't bite, but DM me and say, yo, check out the video if you want to send me a screenshot, whatever, that's cool, like, that was me, I hit the like button, and what I liked about the video is this, and I think you played this, this, and this character, so I need you to follow those steps and tell me who you think I was playing, what characters am I in the video? And then, um, 
the first four people that do that get a free HelloFresh box from me for the week. And act now. Act immediately. Tonight the video goes up at 1 o'clock. First come, first serve. So if you see that video at 1 a.m., hit me up and do everything by 1.15 boom, HelloFresh box is yours. And the sooner the better because, you know, I really don't want to wait till Sunday to give out these gifts. I love giving out gifts. So the sooner the better. And the sooner, as soon as 1 a.m. hits and you see this video, the better. Because you can tell me which characters you think I am, hit me up on Instagram, send me your email, and I can get right back to you. And we can get those HelloFresh boxes out there, all right? And you know my motto. So I'm not going to keep you long because as I'm talking about food, I am getting hungry. And I'm going to get me something to eat. So I'm going to leave you guys on a positive note here. I love you all. I want to say that first and foremost because, you know, a lot of people be like, um whatever, you know, put up a lot of, I don't want to say people are fake or farce or phony now, but I'm just telling you authentically from the bottom of my heart, because you guys do not have to tune in. My downloads are going. And then I get like, I really get people that check in with me, like, where's the next episode? And I'd be like making excuse after excuse. And I apologize to you all, but I love you because from different walks of life, from different age backgrounds, just whatever cultures, uh, tuned in to She Can Talk, little old me, and I appreciate it. And I've hit the one-year anniversary of She Can Talk. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So this video is dropping, so this week's episode is totally, you know, it's a mixture of just me catching up with you guys at the first half of this and then me giving you guys some love back. So that's why I wanted to do this with you guys, and I wanted to hop on here and get that done because I wanted y'all to... um to rock with me, you know what I'm saying, to see that, you know, if there's anything I could think of, like, I could have easily gave it to, four, you know, four family members or my homegirls, et cetera, but I said, no, I'm going to share it with my She Can Talk audience because you guys are tuned in even when I'm not here. You guys tune in, and I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, every week, you know, I love it. So I appreciate you all, and I want to say I love you, and um, spread that love, you know what I'm saying? As we move into this weekend here, have a safe, blessed weekend. Love on yourself first because you can't love me if you don't love you and spread that love with people around you. You know what I'm saying? Because we need healing energy, strength, blessings right now. We need a lot of it and all of it. So I say spread that word, check out obvious. And, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to giving away four free boxes for HelloFresh this weekend. So hit me up. All right, guys. And, um, you already know the motto. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. And also I'm going to do a repeat here. I'm going to leave you guys but obvious again because it's only right 1 a.m tonight the video drops so obvious produced by anthony beat six straight out of paris france video directed shot produced by colossal tv straight out of norfolk va repping in tampa bay and you already know yours truly tampa bay the bronx chick va slim aka gangali mc on the mic so Hope you guys love it. Hope you like it. This is the Pendulum Single. As we swing it around, we go in different directions. I love you all. Till next time. Peace. Street. I play with many styles, so just know they on me. me. They play with many lives, selling all false streets.
sleep uh. Up late recording cause I gotta kill this beat uh. When they sleeping just know that I'll be up Didn't think it was real now it's I'll be up I told you doubters one day that I'll be up And now your mouth is shut because it's I'll be up When they sleeping just know that I'll be up Didn't think it was real now it's I'll be up I told you doubters one day that I'll be up Now your mouth is shut cause it's I'll be up When they sleeping just know that I'll be up I'll be up. I'll be up. I'll be up.